It's podcasting time. I am Jonathan Isaacson. This is Dispatches from Japan, a podcast mostly about things in Japan or related to Japan. Every once in a while, something not, but today we're definitely something related to Japan. If you aren't already, subscribe to the podcast and whenever I get around to making new episodes, which is, you know, who knows when that's going to happen, but it happens every once in a while. But yeah, if you subscribe, you will get the updates quickly in the thingy, you know, where you see podcasts. You know the one, you know, don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. You know, the place where you're listening to this episode right now. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we're back at you with another short episode. Uh, This is not a historical figure or a tale, nothing like that, no. This is just some thoughts about an ever-present, albeit fairly minor, um, part of Japanese life. You know, at least for elementary school students and their parents. Now, as a lot of you likely know, I do have a daughter. She is not yet in elementary school. Um, She still has a year and a half. Actually, I guess more like a year and four months or so until she enters elementary school um so yeah not 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 an elementary school student yet but the thing we're talking about today definitely on my and my wife's radar at this point and i am talking about danduseru now what the heck is a danduseru now if you aren't familiar with japan and japanese culture this is a perfectly valid and good question so, if you've ever seen a Japanese elementary school kid or, you know, primary school, grammar school, whatever version, whatever flavor of English you speak, right? Um, you know, we're, we're talking shogakko in Japanese. So, this is ages 6 to 12, basically, right? Now, if you've ever seen kids on their way to school, they all have the same type of school bag. And that particular bag is called a randoseru. And if you said that that word randoseru does not sound like a native Japanese word, well, ding, 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 you are right. Uh, it's not Japanese. Randoseru comes from the Dutch word ransel, which seems to be like a type of bag that, you know, school children carried once upon a time maybe i mean i'm sorry my dutch skills you know my dutch wikipedia skills aren't so good um you know well my dutch skills are non-existent but um yeah from what i can tell basically it's a school bag nonsense it was a word i don't i don't know that it's used currently i don't think it's a current word or not a commonly used word currently but it's a it's a bag used for school kind of like a satchel Okay, I think that's probably the closest word in English was satchel, um, which actually phonetically there are some similar ransoro satchel. I can see you know there are probably some similarities. There may be a there may be a common origin uh, of somewhat ransoro and satchel, but that don't take my word for that. That's just me not having actually researched it. Hey, you know I'm a, actually. A, kind of trained in some something in linguistics but i whatever anywho yes um yeah uh so basically what we're talking about it's a school bag 
And interestingly enough, I was looking around on just on the internet a little bit, and apparently German school bags, school backpacks, satchels, um, seem to be the most similar in shape to the Japanese udanruseru. But anyway, yeah, that, that, so that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about elementary school backpacks. I know, weird, weird topic, but you know, you you listen to this podcast, you know what you're in for. Just weirdness that is vaguely related to Japan, or sometimes very directly related to Japan, but whatever. Anywho, as I said, my daughter, she still has more than a year to go until she starts elementary school, so we have not bought a Dandusero yet. But we have at least started looking around, kind of seeing the various styles and the colors that exist, you know, what what's out there. Seeing what the daughter unit likes. Now, when I say styles, I, I there's just a few flourishes, basically. Um, they're the basic style, the shape, the size, that's more or less set. You're not going to change those, those things. It's just, you know, kind of tiny variations on a theme. Um, any difference in shape or style. It's kind of like the difference between spelling Jonathan with an A-N or an O-N. You know, it's still the same name, still the same pronunciation. You know, just a little tiny variation in spelling with the A-N or the O-N at the end. You know, except, of course, that spelling Jonathan with an O-N, you know, you are wrong. Um, sorry, not sorry, but whatever. Anyway, heh. Anywho, um, color. Yeah, that is where you get your choices with Randuseru. So, uh, at this point in time, you can get Randuseru in just about any color you might like. Um, particularly if you're not interested in very bold and, um, vivid colors. Japan is not, we're not in a bold and vivid color, uh, stylistic period in Japan. You would have had to go back to the 80s and early 90s. Not not dissimilar from the US, right, in that regard. But basically, yeah, um, if, if, if you want a pastel color, if you want a kind of a, a soft color, you've got your choice. There's a wide variety of choices now for the Dandruset color. But that was not always the case. I mean, in fact, when I first came to Japan, that was not the case. Right? When I got here, which is, you know, at this point, almost 20 years, almost two decades, there were basically, you had two colors. You had black for the boys and red for the girls. And yes, right, they had different colors for boys and girls because Japan. This country, not particularly noted for being a leader when it comes to, you know, gender equality, fighting sexism, those kind of things. Yeah, uh, black for boys, red for girls for your school backpacks. But, you know, anyway, at least that has changed in the past two decades. Now, you can choose your favorite color. And... A fair number of Dandusero are, in fact, two-toned, right? You have your the, the, the main color, which is the majority of the backpack, but then the, the, the trim, the piping on the bag is another, an accent color, um, which, cool, 
great. Now, it's also worth noting that many of these bags are still at least partially, if not entirely, handmade. Uh, and they are still largely produced in Japan. So, hey, great, cool, awesome. You know, the quality of the workmanship is usually very high, which is great. Um, and then very actually, actually very important because typically kids will use the same bag for all six years of elementary school. And you know how kids are with things, right? You know, toss it around, um, use it as a seat, sit on it, because these backpacks are quite rigid, right? They are actually very sturdy, very, uh, like, they, they're not, like, don't, if you're an American, if you're from the U.S., don't imagine a U.S. backpack, you know, the soft things, flop, no. These are very, these things hold their shape no matter how you set them down. So kids will sit on them. Kids will use them for all sorts of things because they're kids. And so, yes, high quality products. That's an important aspect of buying a dandeseru. However, the price. So we have not gotten a dandeseru for our daughter yet. Um, typically, that happens in the last year of preschool, kindergarten, yochian, whatever you want to call it, right? That the, the the in Japan, it's usually three years before you start elementary school, so from ages four, five, and six, eh, basically. Um, yeah, the, the these ages, uh, I guess actually, yeah, that's right. Yeah, four, five, six. Anyway. Don't mind what I'm thinking. I'm confused. I'm getting myself confused. But basically, it happens the year before you start elementary school. That's when you buy your danseru. And like I say, we haven't bought one yet. We have, you know, been looking around, just kind of seeing what our daughter might like. And let me tell you, these things are not cheap. Like, extremely not cheap on the low end like at least at least of the ones that we have seen in stores i'm sure if you go online you can find cheaper ones but what we have seen in stores the cheapest ones are probably what 30,000 yen which translates to more than 200 dollars um, us and the majority of them are in the 40 to 50,000 yen range. So what that's 280 to $350 US. Um, yeah. And if you've got a really, really fancy one, right? The the, the highest quality. Well, not, not, I should say not, not highest quality. The highest priced ones. Let's put it that way. Because a lot of them are, you know, branded with, you know, Nike or Adidas or whatever, you know. Because of course they are. Um, the most expensive dandeseru that I have seen looking around, either in stores or online, you are looking at upwards of 100,000 yen, which is like, you know, $700 US or probably even more. I'm sure if you really search around, you can find really expensive ones. But I mean, I can't even grok that. I mean, sure, yes, you are paying for workmanship. That's that's great. You know, you're paying these 
craftsmen who are making craftsmen, craftswomen who are making these backpacks by hand, right? You are supporting local workers and all that. That's great. You know, I'm all for it. I'm, you know, that's great. I support your local businesses. I, I approve of that. I do that as much as I can. But I mean, really? I mean, 100,000 yen for a backpack? I, this is one of those things that I just don't get culturally, right? I, I don't want to say it's culture shock. I don't say it's something like that, but I don't get this culturally. I mean, so I, I grew up in the U.S. If you can't tell by my accent, obviously, I'm, I'm from the U.S. You know, and, you know, going back, Going to elementary school back in the day in the U.S., I mean, you know, I'm not old or anything like that, but, you know, I am in my 40s, so it has been a minute since I was an elementary school kid. But, you know, thinking back, I can remember, I can distinctly remember two bags that I used in um, elementary school. There, I'm sure there were more, there's at least three, and maybe as many as five, I would guess, at most for my six years. Um, I mean, the two that I remember distinctly, I had a Memphis State University shoulder bag and I had a black backpack. Those are the two that I remember distinctly, right? I used... Uh, uh, now, if you may be wondering why I had an MSU, Memphis State University shoulder bag, Instead of a backpack, I mean, well, a few questions. Why MS? Why MSU and why shoulder bag? Well, um, first, MSU, Memphis State University. My daddy, he got his master's degree from Memphis State University. It was not University of Memphis at that point. It was still Memphis State University. It was still part of the University of Tennessee system called Memphis State University. That's, you know, I'm dating myself a little bit here, but... Um, Anyway, so that, that's why it was Memphis State University, despite me going to school in Illinois. And shoulder bag, well, I was just a weird kid. I didn't like shoulder, like backpacks very much. And I still, to this day, don't really like backpacks all that much. I mean, I get, uh, they are useful if you got lots of other things to carry. But if I don't have a lot to carry, other like other things, if it's just one bag and that's it, I still, to this day, prefer a shoulder bag to a backpack. Um, you know, less sweaty, I guess. You know, your back doesn't get as hot. Um, you, you, whatever. Anyway, my point is, yeah, all of this is to say, this is kind of this, this weird tangent that has no real, you know, point. Um, my point is, during my six years of elementary school, I used three, somewhere between three to five bags or backpacks. That's, that'd be my best guess. Uh, I'm sure if I went to my mother's house and looked through my, you know, first day of school photos, I could probably f figure out exactly how many I had. But whatever. I'm not going to do that because I don't live anywhere near my mother. And cool. My point is... Even if you put all of the bags I had in elementary school, put them all together, put their cost together, 
they would still probably be a lot less expensive than a Dandeser in Japan. And that makes me, that, that, that gives me sticker shock. I mean, it's a weird thing to have sticker shock over, you know, backpack sticker shock, but it's a thing, especially for foreigners, you know, raising kids in Japan. It, it's kind of weird, you know, um, and thinking about it, honestly, I prefer the way that, you know, I did it in the U.S. I mean, obviously, this is, you know, my personal, you know, this is how I, this is how it was for me. So that's what I'm used to and da 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 all that. But, I mean, preferences change, right? Especially between the ages of 6 and 12. I mean, having the same bag that you chose when you were five years old, because remember, most kids that buy their backpacks, they're going to be, well, they don't buy it, obviously, it's their parents, or very often grandparents. It's very common for grandparents to buy a backpack for their children, for their grandkids. Um, but yeah, the choice you make when you're five, you know, you're, are you going to like that color all the way through elementary school? Some people maybe, some people probably not. It probably happens that there are a lot of people who don't like the color of their backpack when they finish elementary school. Um, but yeah, I mean, frankly, that's kind of, you know, a problem. I mean, choose wisely, five-year-old Japanese kid. But anyway, um, yeah. Most Japanese elementary schools require children to have dandoseru. Uh, it's not an optional thing. You can't, you know, use your whatever bag. No, you have to have a dandoseru at most elementary schools. And honestly, thinking about it, right, the same way that I understand the arguments for school uniforms, right? You know, I get standardized backpacks, right? It makes it easier for, you know, socially, easier socially, uh, for families that maybe aren't so financially well off, right? You know, in, insofar as, you know, the rich kids, you know, if they have classmates who are rich kids, they're not going to show up with, you know, a Balenciaga bag or whatever, you know, an Armani, you know. You're not going to have kids rocking up with, you know, the hot, you know, name brand Italian designer backpacks or whatever. Um, so, I mean, that's cool, I guess. You know, eliminate that as a potential, maybe could happen in some tiny corner of Japan kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I honestly... I guess that if I really wanted to do away with that kind of worry, you know, like, okay, these kids might have, this kid might come from a rich family who can afford, da, 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 right? I, I said some of the bags are 100,000 yen, right? So there is still some sort of, like, you know, there there are strata of, you know, laundry stuff, even though they're all the same shape and the same basic size. You know, if, if I were to do it, in a completely fair way, the way I would say is, you know, make it so that all families order the backpacks, the dandoseru, through school, right? And, you know, give the kids, 
you know, the, 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 the chance to choose the colors and the trim or whatever, you know, basically maybe some options for the price, maybe some slight variation, but basically within one single range, you know, you know, and, and subsidize it for the families that are less well off because Japan, you know, the stratification, the, the social socioeconomic stratification, not quite as extreme as a place like the U.S., but still there is some stratification. You know, subsidize it for the families that are in need. That's fine, right? Get rid of these 100,000 yen bags. There's no need for that. That's silly, if you ask me. But let, you know, like I say, let the kids choose the color, let them choose the trim, some maybe some variation on the cost but within a very tight range and again subsidized if need be because these bags are not cheap but basically just make it so that everyone has the exact same quality of bag just in different colors right and let's not go back to the black for boys and red for girls because because obvious reasons i mean if you if I, if I have to explain why that's a bad thing to you, you're not listening to the right podcast, and I'm sorry. Anyway, Dandusero, yeah, that is something that, that we will have to purchase sometime in the next year or so. And uh, yeah. Oh, I just thought cause I, 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 it is worth mentioning that I do seem to recall there was this brief period of... Uh, probably like eight to 10 years ago, I think, when the, the when these Japanese Dandusero, they, they had something uh, of a boom in popularity as a fashion accessory in like the US and Europe. Um, I seem to recall, it was, I think it was Zoe Deschanel, the, uh, the actress, the actor. She, she was seen carrying a Japanese Dandusero, like I say, the, about eight, years ago maybe 10 years ago somewhere somewhere in that range and it's like probably 2012 2015 somewhere somewhere in that area and um yeah it, it wasn't a huge trend but it certainly was kind of a thing and it was kind of weird to be honest um viewing it from japan because no one over the age of 12 would voluntarily carry a dandusero here in Japan. Um, I mean, okay, maybe not no one. Um, I mean, there are some people who are into cosplay, uh, you know, cosplay as elementary school students, which is kind of, you know what? We're not even going to go there. Let's just leave that alone. And that is where we will end things for today. Uh, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever it is that you cast your pods. The podcast is, of course, on most major platforms, or at least as far as I know, all the major platforms. Um, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, um, probably some others. Um and uh, yeah, that is, yeah, anyway. Uh, and oh yeah, if you are interested in finding the Twitter, however long that lasts, uh, just another cast on Twitter. Is that going to last much longer? We'll see. Uh, I'll keep posting as long as the platform is still not a complete toxic stew, but 
if it turns into police toxic stew, we'll let you know where I'm going next. But anyway, listen to the podcast. And yeah, that is all for me. I am Jonathan Isaacson, and I am out. Peace.